It's been Sion Griper, 718-339-6020. And uh, <clears throat> text 347-927-8398 to text as far as recommendations and donations to the station, which is in dire need of funds. Also, live from the phone, one can call 712-432-4217. And also, www.jrootradio.com. We'll start a little bit again. And this talk, Yanishmas Shmuel Chonin Ben Meilev, Arab, and Manya Bas Simcha. Again, for safety, constantly speak, especially with this time of the year. I'm walking to the studio over here, and I smell smoke. Smoke is an uneasy feeling. I know people tell me when they smell it in the home. We had it once, too. One of the tragedies where people lost their lives on Sukkot. And Hanukkah. So it's very, very urgent, even the last few days of Hanukkah, that a person has to be very careful. Do not leave the children alone. And if you leave the Hanukkah in a, Hanukkah in a certain place, <clears throat> that you'll have everyone in the neighborhood see it. The only problem is it's in a place that maybe children, you have to keep them away from. So you guard it for a little while, you go into the kitchen, it's better, you could ask your rabbi, but it's better to put it in a place that you see it, and it's safe. And we can thank Hashem every day that we don't have fires. Thank you, Hashem, every day we don't have robberies. So safety is an utmost importance. That's being in mind, especially this yontav. And again, reflectors. I saw a sign for reflectors. At night, people walking in the streets, reflectors. You're walking at night, you have to be very careful. Cars are bigger than you. So it's keep it in mind. We have to keep it in mind all talking to ourselves to keep safety, children's safety, helmets, etc. Now, this week, I heard a beautiful shear from Eretz Yisrael, and the robe over there emphasized Dabra Melech's way of thanking. And the way of thanking was first modeh. Modeh is a form of that, which means I accept. So modeh, if you accept, which means you have to accept from someone else, depending on someone else to a certain extent. So that's a feeling of thanks. Along with accepting, which means again, the other person is giving you something. So when we say, Odu Hashem Ki Tov, Odu is the same root. We're accepting from Hashem blessings. And on the other hand, <clears throat> we accept it. And the thanks is to Kaddish Baruch Hu. So Kaddish Baruch Hu gives us everything so a person can have a lot of thanks during the day. And the Rebbe Eretz Yisrael continued and explained a little bit from the Tehillim how David said thank you. It's a big thing. He said, 
talking to myself, we're talking together here. It's a big aside. When Dovid Amelik said thank you, he just didn't say thank you that Hashem <clears throat> saved Dovid from Shol, Absholom, but continued many times to say thank you for saving me, and then thank you for healing me, and thank you for reviving me. There was a whole, there's a whole list of many times that David Amela continues a lot of things which weren't at the moment. Afraya, things that happened in the past. It was a big thing, big thing. Your Miller was very big on this too. Very big. When you have that good feeling of thanks, that good feeling of thanks, keep it, keep it, and then wait a second. And you have ties, Hashem saved me. Could be a, a money deal. Could be a refuel. Someone was just sick and healthy. Could be across the street and his car just missed you. Could be, could be many, many things you say, but you have that feeling. Don't let it stop with that moment. Use it to go back, to go back. And if you're thanking <clears throat> for a certain time, this moment that Hashem saved you, well, even we can, we'll see in a second, we can also thank for the wonderful things Hashem gave us. And then when a person, for example, will say sickness. So on that trend, Hashem, thank me. You thank Hashem for saving you from sickness. And I thank you for saving my father from sickness. And I thank you for my son last week got a cold. And you go on and on and try to live it, the hagosha, the feeling, the intense feeling of thankfulness, to go back, back as much as you can, as far as you can, and then you can go to the positive. We're going to talk about that in a little bit now. There's so many positive things, and try to utilize it. Everyone here could think 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, and some of the things we have now, like beautiful communities, and beautiful rebellion, and we have families, and some have grandchildren. Did you picture that at all? But we get immersed in the present. We get immersed with Agus Nefesh. And we call it stress. Because the old days had it much harder than us. They couldn't end up, didn't have food to eat. Some couldn't keep Shabbos. They didn't call it stress. They called it work. And you worked hard, but you lived hard. And when you had a Shabbos, you lived Shabbos. You sucked the honey out of the Shabbos. So a person can thank. We'll start a little bit, a little talk. But I know a friend of mine keeps a certain list in his pocket. And it's a tremendous thing. As you're walking, so a person can start a thank you list. Start from his toes. Sounds silly, you know, a man used to wait for his wife. <clears throat> she used to come in from out of town. It was long distance dating. But when he was waiting for her and it got dark, he didn't have handphones for his little tape recorder. So he'd have to think. So he told me he thought about his toes. They work. Go up to your knees, your ankles, your knees, your thighs, stomach, shoulders, head, brain, eyes, ears. And if a person goes a little bit over your miraculous body, and along the way you can say, Especially today, you're walking in the street, no? You're in the car seeing, everyone's doing something using some of these lists. And just a little time, put the cell phone away, put the computer away, and just go over a little bit and go, you know, some I remember. 
when I had a sprained ankle. Look at it now. You go over every part of your body, the ache here and the pain there. And you can go and stuff from your eyes. How many times you had eye aches and headaches and ear aches and toothaches? Sounds silly, but this is reality. This is what the Rav meant. This is what David Melech a little bit was going over with us. To review, review. And go over the Hodu Hashem Kitov. It's a big thing. It's a big thing to review. And to keep it in mind and how gosh, after a while a person walks around a little happier. And of course, getting back to the Rav always said, you got to sleep enough. You got to eat right, and you got to exercise somehow. Those are the bases. If you don't have those things, so it's definitely going to help. You're going to drag no matter what. <clears throat> but on the other hand, we have a little system that we want to be like David Melech when he thanked. He thanked for everything. They said he thanked when he was in the womb. It's a big thing. It's a big thing. So that's one thing. So you thank for your body. You want to thank for inside of you too. If you want to thank that your heart's been working. And your stomach had stomach pains the other day, and all of a sudden they went away. Now stomach pains I usually don't have. And go over your lungs. Take a deep breath. Wow, that's delicious, delicious Brooklyn air or whatever you're listening from. It's a big thing. So go over the inside of your body that's working. Take a little time. Take a little time. This is a reality check. This is a check to say thank you to Hashem for the multi miracles. And you don't have to get that million-dollar check. Health is a million-dollar check. They always said in the old generation. We don't say it too much. And then a little more. person could focus. Again, the main things of walking. It's, oh, it's such a delicious to walk. No pain. Some people are a little older. So sometimes it doesn't hurt, too. That's nice, too. And yet times in the old days, the you walked for 60, 70, 80 years. Easy for me to say, but it's true. But now, too, there is time when things are feeling okay. And go over. You're still seeing and hearing and speaking. There's some people missing that. And yet they have something, too. And yet I remember I was thinking about my eyes, and I turned, and I saw a man walking with a walker. He was blind. One day I was walking a little, I saw someone without a leg. Oy. And I said, wow, did I thank Hashem for my legs? You feel bad for the other person. What about my legs? So it's a very important thing to have a cheshbin, to go over when you ever get that good feeling. And go weiter, to health. General, health of your family. You know what it means not to have a sick child? Do we know what it means? Do we think about it at all? You have to wait for a sick child to think about it. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's healthy or at least semi-healthy. Still got a chance in life. Never, never give up. Never give up. When you're alive, there's always a chance. <clears throat> always a chance. There's stories, people turning things around totally <clears throat> in a short period of time. Sometimes it takes one click you know, it gives me encouragement in this area. They said that the Rin Lagayan for the word voracious had something like 613 ways of uh, explaining it. Now, I look in voracious. I see in the beginning, and I see a beginning, I see end, I see first, I see end. But other than that, it's not so simple. 
So same with our issues and the things that go on. So we haven't found a way yet. What does that mean? Probably another 600 different ways to find out a way. We just haven't found it yet. And it doesn't have to be in that particular area. It could be the the area around. For example, one person, they had trouble having children. It was hard. You know, they married a little later, had trouble with some children, and she would cry and go in pain. He would hide Brissom from her. So we spoke a little bit, said this area, at least we can maybe make a happy in the other areas. So you have to be a, the best husband in the world from little notes and little talks and little walks and praise for, the, praise for that. Not that it's not going to hurt her, the same situation. But you can build it from every angle and maybe that'll calm it down. It so happened in this area, Kanahar they had and they're happy. But there's ways that we don't know. So thanks, healthier family. Thanks, healthier parents. Your parents still in this world. Parents still in this world. They carry, but they take they take care of you. They've taken care of you for the last hundred years. <clears throat> Exaggeration. It's so important. They're always looking after you. You like their arm and their legs and their toes. You know what that means? Say thank you, not for this second, ma. What about yesterday's breakfast and the day before breakfast? Well, if you're married before and the breakfasts, and then go and you have children yourself, grandchildren yourself, you can still go back and thanks. It was simple sometimes. Person and a mother, not the biggest, you know, not by Tamachachim even. But yes, simple, nice to carry every time you come home with milk and cookies. You know what that means? So we have to get at this like sour state. This is organized state. This is not real state. We think we're all real. We really think that we really think what's going on. Unfortunately, we're missing the boat totally. I shouldn't say we. <clears throat> Personal, maybe me. But the point is, we have to focus. And then you have each individual child. You can say this one. My Shmuel, my Simcha, my Chani, my Chaba, my Shaina. And go over, go over. Every day, go over. The biggest ways to build feeling up for children, her mellow is very strong. Every day, every night, go over them and look at them when they're sleeping or even when they're married. Think of them. And you get a Hagosha feeling every day, every day. Becomes uh, unbelievable. You love them more. But think what you have. And we live in like a safe neighborhood. We keep saying the same thing over and over again. In a safe area, most of us. In the shuls and synagogues and yeshivas, the shakos. This is not something to just pass over. The great rabbi, when he got older, he they said he would look out the window and count the buses, the yellow buses that were going. They asked him, where are you going? I just counted 36 buses. Every day I count the buses and the candlelock are going to Yeshiva today. Yeah? Mentioned a couple of weeks ago, <clears throat> man saw his grandfather davening. He said, Mo Dim, he started bursting out crying. He said, Zadie, what are you crying for? He asked him afterward. I'm crying for everything I have. You can cry. And crying, then you can ask also. Your brothers come from crying and come from simcha. 
So a person can start a process and continue. Again, if you're learning, so many nice learning programs in the area here. Don't take for granted the place, and usually it's nice. Uh, 50 years, 100 years ago, if they go into yeshivas today, then you, they close their eyes and open this, their eyes, and Chaim Berlin, Torah to me, me, Yishalayim, they'd open their eyes, they'd say, I'm in Gan Eden now. <laughs> Coffee too? So let's think, let's think. Not take it for granted every day. But that's the Hagosh, when you get the feeling, you're going to the base measures. I went yesterday too, the day before too, look at the opportunity, Shem, God willing, I'll go in the future too. Then work in Panasa. It's amazing. We're all stressed or strained with money. It's very hard today. You can be making a hundred, you need two hundred. I'm talking about a thousand. <clears throat> so we're all in that situation. Miller said recently in the tape I listened to said you walk out and you just lost all your money in the stock market. But you have to know you're a you're a yid. There's mitzvahs. There's Mason Tovim, there's, there's so much, there's Simchas. Even with not too much money, again, we're trying to reflect and look what we have. Look what we have. And the Panasid is work. Many people have jobs. Many people have jobs today. And unfortunately, with uh, certain governments, some people don't have jobs. Even those people I know lost jobs after 50, 60 years old, but they're keeping so busy and they're trying to keep busy. They're doing good things and even getting work here, work there, and getting that work back again. This is the Madrega, because the hardest thing for a man is not to work or learn. Right? Man is not working, he's idle, he goes a little crazy, he's no good. Man has to work, man has to work. Everyone has to work out there. First thing, if you see things are going a little bluey, get a job, start working. But we have work, many of us, and the strain, work is a strain. If you're a teacher, you're a rebbe, you work on Wall Street, wherever you're working, you're a doctor, hey, an employer for something, employee, employer's work. But thankfully, you have work, it keeps your mind going. It's an important thing you're doing it to serve Hashem, to serve your family, to make some money, to do mitzvahs, etc. You can go over a little cheshbon <clears throat> with the morning. Start, go over your day, go over your day. Person can go up. I'm going to do a little positive cheshbon and nefesh too. Then we'll go to another side. But a person can go over a cheshbon of each day. And that's going to bring us to the second thing. Second extension of this the Pasha of Sternbach Yishlayim explained how Yosef was able to make it to make it through the hard times the brothers put him in the pit and sold him not so simple when you're 17 then one pit to another pit then Potita's Tifa's right wife. <coughs> then from the the dungeons, the dungeon becomes the second to the king. And he becomes second to the king in the White House. And among 
who knows who, to keep clean, straight, emistic, distraught, even in the what you would want to become the president, all the mitzvahs, all the opportunities we have. And yet he puts a, how could he go through such difficult times? And always the first thing that Yosef Asadik says, he's a, Hashem gave me these children. To the brothers, Hashem sent me here. It was not you. And everything's Hashem, Hashem. Hashem's going to interpret in your dreams. Constant, how could a person do that? Such an important concept. He gave proof, and if you want to look in the Sefer, of uh, on the Parsha with uh, Harav Sternbach, he mentions the Chesben and Nefesh. <clears throat> that Yosef had a Chesben and Nefesh, it seemed daily. Chesben and Nefesh. And you see the importance of Chesben and Nefesh, you see it from the brothers when they, when you see Shimon was taken. So the brothers looked at each other, started blaming each other. But what they did to Yosef 20 years before. Because Levenstein asked, like, wait, 20 years they almost forgot their brother, all of a sudden they remember him, and that's the cause of why this happened? Is this happening? Yes. Because in the computer brains, they were able to go back and see what the Cheshman and Nefesh was. This is where it started. Because they were always doing it. And Yosef Asadik. <clears throat> It's a tremendous thing that when things happen to a person, again, we start off with this positive mode of Cheshman and Nefesh. When good things happen, you're walking, talking, make that list. I mentioned again, list from the body, list from the inside the body, get from family and yeshivas, and lists of jobs, and lists of learning, and a whole list of good things, and go over them every day, and start from the beginning of the morning to the night. But also, the cheshbon of looking at one day, one's day, and going over it at the end of the day, in the beginning of the day, and taking time, one will see your focus will not be on everyone causing you problems. Or you will not as much let the world create your feelings. Because everything we know is a test from Hashem. So Hashem says, everyone says, it's a test. So if we can start, but not when you're in a situation. When you're in a situation, there's something to do also. But every day, take a little bit of a cheshman to go over when something goes on. Say to yourself, go over your day. Could be the end of the day, beginning of the day, middle of the day. What happened? Came home, something unexpected happened. What happened? Why did it happen? Talking to yourself now, not letting out to any other members of your family, anybody else. What happened? You came into the house and your wife was on the couch. You had a hard day. The kids are going wild. Mess in the sink. You come in. So what's going on here? I've mentioned many times, business is booming, but uh, we're not such big sadiqam so fast. You walk in. What's happening? Okay. I also recommend many, many come in. Calm down before you go. Have a donut. Have a little rest. A little break, I think. So you walk in. So what's going on here? So at the moment, we mentioned many times it become numb. I told you about the <clears throat> no tension zone. 
walk in, chizuk, see mommy, everyone's moving along, and you're so tired, you must have had a hard day. And she says something, do this, do this, yeah, sure. And after she says something, validate her words, even if you disagree, you want to hear her, you hear her point, you can set, a, at least try to calm down the tone. Inside you might be going up and down like a roller coaster. So there are ways to come in numb, come in again with this positive thinking. Then after the day is done, go over it a little bit. You'll see something. You say to yourself, what happened? And unfortunately, many people might blow up at a time. And why is it happening? So could be, think, think. The children come home. My wife's busy. Even though we think, men think the wives are not doing so much. And sometimes the women think the men don't do so. They work all day, sit at the office. But everyone's working very hard. Get that into our heads. So you come home. Why is it happening? How can I help? How can I encourage? How can I work with her? First of all, what mood do I come in such a situation? If I come in with a positive, constructive mood and come, ah, good to see you, mommy. You're the best. And you come in and you help with the toys here. Ah, in the homework. Oh, he just has to go to sleep. You ready to bed, Chaim? Oh, you're out of bed again. Okay, come on. I'll bring you upstairs. And all of a sudden, what can you do? Right away, start thinking, person thinks, my wife, what is she doing? Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's think again. What? Why? What can I do? Then maybe later, for example, many times, <laughs> the husband and wife work on the same page, so they talk over things a little bit, and she finds that it's hard in the morning. So in the morning, she can recommend. Say, listen, tell them Abba's going to speak to them later. Don't get us so excited. Say it once or twice. They come home for homework. But you have to, let's think. What do you think? Homework first, or maybe a little playing first, a little notch first, whatever it is. Go over the day with her. She'll feel. Rev. Miller said a big thing, husband and wife. We can be the biggest doctors, psychologists, the one who, when a person has a wound, a bomb, to, to make them feel comfortable and happy. That's what a husband could do with his wife. You can make, I'm with you, I'm with you. And if by chance this lady is a little sloppy, a little lazy sometimes, if that's going to make a change, that'll make a change. Nothing else. Yelling, screaming, everything else. Making her scared, not going to help. But guarantee she's doing other things. She has strengths in other matters. It could be chesedika acts. It could be cooking. It could be always making sure the children get what they need. There's always, every person is made up of a lot of things. We have strengths here and weaknesses here, so it's normal. A guy married someone, she was very finicky. Every day, every night was like Pesach. They stayed up to two in the morning every night. You couldn't take it. So eventually, he learned what he needed, what was needed for her, and he tried to help her during the day and back and forth, and they have grandchildren now. So it's a big thing to make a cheshbin with yourself. And if you want to do it step by step, inch by inch, for example, again, go over your schedule in the morning. I wake up <clears throat> and I go to shul. So you say, wait a second, maybe I could get more learning and maybe I could go before or after. Think of your day, my davening, I'm half asleep after time. 
Kreshman. I'm davening, and I have some moments. Let me work on having some more moments. After davening, what happens? I use all of my time. Maybe I have to give a good hello to certain people. Think about it. And when I go to work, I go home first. Oh, I'm going to go home. What do I expect there? How do I work with that situation? Yes, I get a little angry. Maybe I got to come home and think a little differently. A different attitude. Speak to my children the night before. So I come in. So, but there's a whole cheshbon. Think of how you react again. What happened? Why it happened? And what can I do? After a while, you'll see you're creating your world, but you can do a lot more. And your whole day is more productive and more creative. Again, we're saying thanks and thanks. And we're doing it, the cheshbon and accounting every day of how we see, or you'll see the tests, that these are tests. Therefore, you see the test. But after what also has, you see the test coming. It's a big thing to ask Hashem for help. That's part of the plan. You know, a guy, when he calls his wife, he always thinks, Hashem, help. Comes into the house, Hashem, help. And he told him many times the phone rang and he was saved by, saved, saved. And certain times he forgot to say, it's got to ask. He, uh-oh, trouble started. He asked in the middle, least to save himself. Ask Hashem constantly, constantly, constantly. Give me the right ideas. Give my wife the right idea. We, we both should think the right way and both should get along. Before you step back and dive me, these are things they ask for. This is Cheshire makes your day a lot more steady, a lot more productive, and you feel good. You're not there blaming and not with Nefesh and going through because we live most of the day by the present and involved in the present and don't have time to think. And the cause of it is, <clears throat> of course, our own Yate Sahara that we're having a picnic with our sleepy bodies and busy schedules and we're also doing it to ourselves with the constant cell phone talk because what happens is you're getting a phone, not getting a call, your emotions are going up and down with that and your computers, people even go for these you know, Black Sunday days and what happens is it becomes like two hours of uh, a headache. There are only 600 watches. What do you think? What about number two and number 462? What, what should I buy? I'm not sure what to buy. And all of a sudden, like, what are you doing to yourself? But that's what happens. So creating our own uneasiness and own instability and the rub said a big thing said a person gets depressed he said you're allowed to think of the things you did wrong so he said if you think healthy in a way you're not wrong how do i improve it's good but if you grind your mind you chew your mind like a person chooses cheeks who chooses tongue who's sick you destroy, you can destroy your mind by day after day going over, chewing, chewing over. Like, ah, my wife does this, my husband does this, my children do this, my papa does this, the Shiva does this. And every day you're grinding, grinding, and chewing, chewing. So a person changes his own chemical balance. You can actually change yourself in a negative way, or you can do the opposite. But a person needs time to go over every day and then learning every day you can go over your learning I'm learning this day that this day this is good for me here not good for me here i'm going more chumash i do have to do this and all of a sudden you go over your day you'll see you feel you know by the way you know i'm learning quite a bit during the week for a man working all these hours and i can make it this better maybe this year i fall asleep maybe i need a chavrus during this time over and over and then work too you go to work the attitude at work Right, it was very hectic, hectic, and that work is going to be hectic. So you say to yourself, I'm doing the Vodas Hashem. Think about how you can make it <clears throat> at least more smooth for yourself if you can. 
Maybe I have to, you know, ignore when the boss says something. I have to do what he says, but uh, he's the one who has the issues, not me. Or the other way around with workers. It's important to think. I know a guy working at a new job for a big company, and he tells me he's work. He gets pressured, phone calls daily, but he's in good spirits. I'm working, I'm working, and I got to try to work hard. This is part of the work. This is part of the deal. Sometimes you get banged in the head, you get yelled at too. But he told me, I see when he comes home, he spoke to me, I see his family is nice, his wife is always busy too, helping people, and it's working. It's not like work is, ah, this is work, you're going to work hard. And we're all, listen, it's hard, you go into work, I have to deal sometimes with students, and you have to deal with teachers, you have to deal with a lot of different things, workers, employers. But the point is that... You can go over your cheshben at work. Go over. You can make it better for yourself. It's your attitude. Chasri Shalom, you didn't have a job. Two, three years, and all of a sudden, you get this job you have right now. That'd be a different idea of life. Might be. Believe it or not. I can't say somebody got a horrific job, but a lot of us make our jobs horrific. They're hard. Okay. That's a granted thing. But it's important is so take an accounting. So go over your work day. Women too can go over a day. We'll tell them in the morning with the children every day. Each day try to think, try to think. And most of them have it, you know, planned and do the tremendous job in the morning with the children. It's incredible what they do. It's just incredible. The ladies. <clears throat> but there too, it's an attitude thing too. Again, the thank yous for children, a lot of the thank yous. And to go over your day yesterday, you know, maybe Chaimel, I know he needs a little this in the morning, that would help. And, but we're too busy, too dizzy, and all of a sudden we go in the next day and do the same thing again. Take time, you'll see. Go over your day, what happened, why did it happen, how can I, how can I make it a little different? <clears throat> and when the children are home, each one, if you can, sometimes mother give each one a couple of minutes, a little talk, a little walk, a little talk. Even in the morning when they're getting dressed, Chaimel's over there getting dressed and give him a little kiss and that, and also I'm sorry they this. And each one can get a tremendous amount of attention if the, the lady's thinking about it. And encouragement from the mother is uh, nothing like it in the whole whole world. It's hard, the hardest time in the morning. Think of homework. <clears throat> but again, the lady, little <laughs> how, again, the positive realistic way of looking at life, the hodu, hodu Hashem, to go over the things you have, and then the chesed and nefesh, how to work on it, work on it. And during the day too, you know, when the children are coming home, maybe if you can get it 15 minutes somewhere, a little music, a little something to eat, be satisfied a little bit. When they walk in, have a, you try to create the situation. Everyone, ah, here's some milk and cookies, or here's a little eggy, or whatever it is. And something, something, create, think, think, ask, ask how to create. Go over and you'll see the things you're doing okay, the things that are messing up. And the same thing with the husband and wife. The biggest encounter could be the biggest encounter all day that causes most of difficulties. When he comes home and she is home or comes home. At that moment, go over, you'll, you'll see, same thing every day almost. Not... Be realistic, expect the unexpected, expected pretty much in <clears throat> different forms. A woman who can set aside some watermelon, some things. I can tell you stories that changed marriages by the woman's 
tender way of a little something for him to eat, let him sit a couple of minutes. So what happens? She doesn't do that. So he comes in, and sometimes he's he goes to the couch and sits there and lays there. Sometimes the kids get up, and that's even worse. You put him to sleep, and then it could be created differently. He shows he did that break. And you ask why. I work a whole day, and he did whatever it is. He comes home, have that little spread for him a little bit. Have no you thought about him. He's going to need it anyway. Then after a while, you'll see he'll do it. Then you'll have a sweet let's help get the kids to bed. There's ways to do it. Or he comes home and she's like exhausted. <clears throat> and there's not supper over there for him. I know guys like that. Wake up, smell the roses, guys. She worked very hard. So if she's smart, get a little something before he comes in the house. He comes in. He sees her a little tired. He tries to help the house as much as he can. He gives her maybe a cup of tea. You, you relax. I'll take care of business. What do you mean I'm doing all the work? No, she did, all, she did plenty of work too today. What's your, you're creating your world. You're the one getting tested. Don't blame wife. Don't blame husband. Don't blame anybody else. And then you feel, oh, I do everything. What does she do? This is not how you think. This is not a tar way of thinking. This is not at all. Now, after 120, we're going to get asked, what you do? Well, my wife, no, what you do? It's a big moment. He can come home a little relaxed, ready to help her and speak to the children. And she says, Yechaim, it was wonderful today. And he goes over and, and sorry, but she, oh, sorry, sorry, you. I heard you were very good cleaning the room, but what happened in this, uh, doing the homework or is the same page business going on here? So he can help and create, to create. He has to think when I come home, what, why, what can I do to make it better? And I have to get mentally, emotionally, physically in that condition myself when I walk in. And what can I do? So there's a lot of areas that we can work on. And with that, there's... The usual daily things. We have our, like special Ten Commandments. So many times we just spoke a lot about a little bit of you know walk in and a little surprises, etc. But be real, is expect the unexpected. We get tested all the time, usually in different forms, different colors, because we're here in this world to make a tikkun to our to our body, to our souls. So. When we experience something, it's really the best thing for us to improve ourselves. That's why it's the best and most important thing to take a little chesbin yourself. When the unexpected happens, be ready. Like I mentioned, a little something to eat or something, and then a little numb. Become numb, 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 numb. And again, no tension zone. Encourage. Yes, sure. Invalidate whatever you hear. If you don't know what exactly to say afterwards, you can talk later about it. But listen to her. Listen to him. The unexpected things, we have to try to get ready before you walk in. But afterwards, you have to go over it. Time during the day to go over the encounters. And you'll see. As a teacher, as a parent, as a child, you'll see over and over. You start looking, you'll see what makes your, your mate, your children, your parents tick. Your teacher tick, your children tick. 
and you'll see. And you can, maybe you can click in. Another important <clears throat> factor, one of the commandments, routines. Sometimes not keeping routines is a destruction. But you start going over it a little bit. A man <clears throat> or lady, we say so many times you can start this when you're 80. Little notes of the hellos in the morning to rekindle, rekindle the relationship. But you see things are getting a little, you know, cold. We get a little older and the feelings are not as uh, the uh, young spunk type is uh, not what they used to be. Or someone's distracted. The other things. It's important, important. What can I do to rekindle a little note, a little something? Sometimes a little wine and dine, a little gift by surprise. It's a routine. Routine of calling each other daily. What can I do to know? What can I do for you? A little bit. I come home. Routine, like I mentioned, a little something, a spread on the table, a little helping, talking. Give each other that those. He needs a little time. Give him a little time. She needs a little time. Give her a little time. You take over. So you'll switch taking over that night. So there's ways to keep routine. Some going away for a weekend. Sometimes I'm taking a walk, walk on Shabbos, a walk Tuesday night. I know I was babysitters or couples do that. And she did it herself. So it's a big thing, it's a big thing to keep routines. And two of the biggest routines to keep are. The man, he's supposed to give his wife money. It's very hard today. How much do you think you have $2 in the bank and your wife goes and buys things for the children with $300? And you have to ask your friends, how am I going to get the money together now? But that too, she has a different idea. She is for the future. She's for stability, security. Sometimes a woman makes extra money on a job. Ramila said, yep, you just say home. Let her keep her money. Let her keep money. She's not going to spend it on going to Hollywood. She's going to spend it on probably children things, family things, and a little relaxation for herself once in a while, but it's usually for the family. It's hard. So if I say something, she gives the money, is that going to make it better? She'll be more stressed out. So maybe it's better if she's calmer, but okay, so I have to be a little stressed with money a little more, but at least the lady be happy, and this way if she's going to help with the money, she'll help. Many times they do just because you're giving them that space, you're giving them that idea that she has a little money, she can do a little bit, she can buy the children something more, you know, have money in the bank, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> but the routines of money, the man to hold back money or complain about money or go to the grocery store instead of her or watch every penny she spends, all these things I... Uh, they, I heard, I, personally, destructive, destructive. And then for both of them, we mentioned attention, appreciation, and affection. This is an obligation, <clears throat> obligation <clears throat> of couples. Soon as he's not giving, she's not giving him that attention he needs, or that appreciation. In some ways. A woman serves supper. She's appreciating that he worked. Or the affection he needs. Sometimes to go on striking in that area. And all the reasons in the world. 
all the reason in the world. As soon as that strike happens, the relationship is almost a Ghana, almost a Ghana in every case. That's why we say, she and he have to go look, 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 look before any money is refrained from the other, before any affection, any striking goes on. There's a man strike. Silly, silly man, silly man. Yeah, I should show my killing her. You can't do these things. And our feelings that works, you feel a certain way, you just decide to punch the boss and no, you you you're you're a big boy now, a big girl now. No matter almost what you're going through, no matter what you're going through, you gotta keep that routine, those routines. Get help. There's this row, fly a plane, see big people. You have to get help. In the early going, before any movement in that direction, a woman who makes decisions on her own, a man who makes decisions on his own. I don't know. I heard the rope say, uh, he's scared. They're going to, looks like a binga henim. <clears throat> so a person has to start early to make sure they keep the usual things going. And with this, we can continue these routines. And then we have another commandment of making peace as soon as possible. Same thing. Person told me to argue with the husband because he doesn't argue back. Make peace. Make peace as soon as possible. Peace. But also, you start making a little cheshbon of your day. The last time you fought with the, with the missus or with the kids or go over it. You'll see. There's ways to make peace. With a big hug to your child, what happened during the day, or a big listening, a big listening ear to your wife or husband. You mentioned also loyalty, chizuk, 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 encouragement to each other. So much is so much. So that's our direction. Our direction again is to reiterate it's a whole do. If the mid modeh Hashem gives everything, then hodu go over. David the Melech, all the good things Hashem did. If Hashem saved David the Melech, not only at that moment, but went over all the savings over the years, all the healings over the years. Have a gusha, go over, go over, 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 and then we we just continue to thankful. Mulchesben of the thank you. You had health. You tired of your body, you have health, you have family, you have nice streets, you have uh, homes, you have shivas, we have the shock, we have so much go over. And the matter only now, but yesterday, go over the last year, two, three, I married 25 years, go over the 25 years. Go over, how fortunate. Go over the good times. Go over, go over, review, reality check. That's the cheshbin, go over each day. Have a time, and then Cheshbon and Nefesh said Yosef Sadik was saved. See, Sternbach mentioned in the Sefer that because Cheshbon and Nefesh, he went over his day. What's going on in my life? Why is it going on? What can I do to improve it? And that whole idea, you start living. He's not blaming everybody else in your life. And you're creating, you're doing with a positive mode. 
And you'll see all the things you're doing, how to prove your work and your learning and your home and your relationships. So we all should have a Freilacha, Liklacha, Happy Hanukkah, Lichanukkah, but a couple of days. Be thankful again. Hashem gave us all these things we're speaking about today. He gave us a Halacha Torah, Torah, Torah. Having the Torah keeps us away from a lot of bad things. We don't really walk in the street. We put our eyes down. We don't eat certain things. We don't go to certain places because the Torah says so. And after a while, we just take for granted. And not to be taken for granted, we walk around, put our eyes down. Older people who are not in our fold, they look because they want to be young. They do things. People do things, the wildest things today. That's how it saves us. A thing about another. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Hashem. Another chesed with Nezhah, how to make oneself a better Torah Jew. And the Shechina, the Shechina, Echadish Baruch, who's on every one of us, every every one of us. Ah, it's with us every second. So again, we should have brachas and aslocha, everyone. Brachas and aslocha and everything. Brooklyn, the Gashmis, the Young Gripers, 718-339-6020. Text 347-927-8398. To hear from the phone, 712-432-4217. And www.jrootradio.com. We have a book called Diamond Polishing. And there's videos and there's talks. Feel free to everyone. Aslocha and bracha and simchus to everyone.